New York Mets Baseball is a feature presentation of the New York Mets Baseball Network and Rheingold Extra Dry, the beer with a 10-minute head, and is brought to you by STP and by several local sports-minded businessmen who hope you will enjoy today's game. And by the staff of WKAJ-FM 102.3 on your dial, who urge you to patronize the sponsors who make these broadcasts possible. Remember, you'll hear all the New York Mets games at home or away night and day on your New York Mets baseball station, WKAJ-FM in Saratoga Springs, New York. Beautiful day for the game this afternoon. The skies are mostly clear. Bright sunshine has warmed the air. The breeze again will favor the left-hand batters, blowing from left field across toward right. Right now, the umpires are coming out to meet with the managers and discuss the ground rules and exchange the batting order clips. The pitchers in today's game for the New York Mets, Tom Seaver. And on the mound for San Diego, Mike Corkins. So we'll be back with the start of today's game in just one minute. Hi, this is Bob Walton at Walton Sports Shop, urging you to stop in and see us when you need sporting equipment. The baseball season is now in full swing, and at Walton's you'll find a complete selection of all your baseball needs. And remember, if you're a team member, you will receive a discount when you shop Walton's. If you are a camper or hunter, Walton's can fill all your needs, too. For the camper, Walton's carries a complete line of camping equipment and is now is a good time to stop in and look over the sleeping bags priced from $8.35 and up. Hunters, you can help the busy farmer who is busy beating off the crows or falling in a woodchuck hole. Help the farmer and have fun at the same time. Walton's has the finest varmint hunting equipment, including guns and hand-loading equipment. At Walton's, you'll find rifle scopes to help make those long shots surer, safer, and more satisfying. Shop Walton Sports Shop on Lake Avenue, Saratoga Springs, where sportsmen cater to sportsmen. Now let's check the lineups and batting orders for today's game with Ralph Kainer. Okay, Bob Murphy, and for the San Diego Padres, the leadoff batter will be Jose Arcia. He'll be playing shortstop, batting second, and playing third base, Van Kelly. Batting third in center field, Clarence Gaston. Batting fourth and playing left field, Al Ferrara. Batting fifth at first base, Nate Colbert. Batting sixth and playing second base, Dave Campbell. Batting seventh in right field, Jerry Morales. Batting eighth and catching, Bob Barton. And the pitcher, Mike Corkins, batting ninth. For the New York Mets, Tommy Agee will lead off. He'll be playing in center field. Batting second, the shortstop, Bud Harrelson. Batting third at second base, Ken Boswell. Batting fourth in left field, Cleon Jones. Batting fifth, the right fielder, Art Shamsky. Batting sixth at third base, Joe Foy. 
Batting seventh, playing first base, Ed Cranepool. Batting eighth, the catcher, Jerry Grody. And Tom Seaver, the pitcher, batting ninth. Padres have a record of six and eight. The Mets have won six and lost six. And in the Eastern Division, the Mets are two games out of first place. The Cardinals in first place. In a tie with the Chicago Cubs, they have won seven and lost three. Pittsburgh in third place, they have a record of seven and four, a half game back. The Mets at six and six in fourth place, two games back. Philadelphia four and eight, they are four games behind the St. Louis Cardinals and Chicago Cubs. And Montreal with a record of one and eight in sixth place, five and a half games behind. Cincinnati with a big victory yesterday. Now with a record of 13-4, and four, and they lead by four and a half in the Western Division over the San Francisco Giants. Houston in third, they're seven and eight and five games back. San Diego fourth, six and eight, five and a half games behind. And Los Angeles five and seven, they also are five and a half games back. And Atlanta in sixth place, they have a record of five and nine. San Diego defeated the Mets yesterday five to three. Chicago beat St. Louis 7-4. Pittsburgh topped Houston 9-8. And Cincinnati beat Atlanta by a 13-8 score. The umpires are taking their stations. Harry Windelstadt will be calling the balls and strikes behind home plate. Tony Vincent will be at first base. Frank Segoy, the umpire at second base. And Bob Ingle will be the umpire at third. This is the final game of the homestand. The Mets then go on a road trip. They'll be playing in Los Angeles tomorrow should say Friday night. We'll be on the air radio only on Friday at 10.55 New York time. Jerry Kuzman pitching for the Mets against Alan Foster. Saturday will be a 9.55 baseball game, radio only New York time. And Nolan Ryan against Brad Osteen. On Sunday, we'll be televising and also broadcasting via the radio. New York time at 4 o'clock will be game time, and Gary Gentry will be the probable pitcher for the Mets against Don Sutton. Mets then move on to play San Francisco and then San Diego. Mets return home for the first night game in their next homestand on May the 5th. It'll be against the Dodgers, playing the Dodgers the 5th, 6th, and 7th all-night baseball games. San Francisco over the weekend. San Francisco on Friday night. Saturday afternoon, a single game on Sunday, Mother's Day. And Montreal to close out the next homestand with a night game on May 11th and a day game on May the 12th. Still waiting for the New York Mets to come out on the field here on a beautiful day for baseball. Wind is blowing out toward right field. Diagonally across from the left field foul pole to the right field foul pole. Big news if you're a Chicago Cub fan is the fact that their catcher Randy Huntley has torn ligaments in his knee, and he'll be out for quite some time, and they're contemplating the possibility of a knee operation for him. That leaves the Chicago Cubs with J.C. Martin, whom they traded for earlier this year when Huntley was hurt when he had a bruised finger. So the Chicago Cubs under some duress now as they have lost Randy Huntley. They're very durable in the fast catcher, and Randy will be out for quite some time. This broadcast comes to you through the courtesy of Rheingold Breweries Incorporated and is authorized under radio rights granted by the New York Mets solely for the entertainment of our audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this game without the express written consent of the New York Mets is prohibited. Now the Mets take the field. Mets in their first homestand 
playing the Pittsburgh Pirates on the 14th and 16th. Playing Philadelphia the 17th, 18th, and 19th. And then here with San Diego on the 21st and 22nd. And now our national anthem. their final game of this homestand. Well, there was a big amount of home run action in Atlanta yesterday. Uh, Cincinnati defeated Atlanta 13-8. A total of 10 home runs hit in the ball game, and Cincinnati coming up with 7. Cincinnati Reds off to a fabulous start. They have won 13 and lost 4. Atlanta, of course, hurt by the fact that they have lost some of their strong pitching. And again yesterday... Bill Necro took the loss. He is now 0-4. In the American League, Detroit leads Baltimore by a half game. Washington in third, two and a half games out. Boston in fourth place. They trail by three. And the Yankees four and a half behind with a five and nine record. Cleveland also four and a half behind, three and seven. In the Western Division, Minnesota and California in the virtual tie. They lead Kansas City by a two and a half game margin. Oakland in fourth place, three games back. Chicago in fifth. They trail by four, and Milwaukee in last place in the Western Division with a record of 3-9. Well, just as we took care, we had a package dropped on the broadcasting desk here, and it's a package that contained a book by Tom Seaver. It's called The Perfect Game, Tom Seaver and the Mets by Tom Seaver with Dick Schaap, and uh, on the cover, good-looking picture of Tom Seaver as he completes his follow through on a pitch and right now as he gets set to go here for the play-by-play Bob Murphy all right Ralph Tom Seaver trying for his third win of the season Jose Arcia playing shortstop for the Padres will be leading off a good-looking day for the ball game and the first pitch is foul back toward the crowd strike one in the infield Gil Hodges has Eddie Cranepool playing first Ken Boswell is at second Bud Harrelson is short, and Joe Foy is at third. Now Seaver out of his windup, and the pitch thrown. A breaking ball, swing and miss, strike two. Leon Jones in left field, Tommy Agee in center. Around in right field, Art Shamsky. 
Jerry Grody is behind the plate. Two-strike delivery. He is hit high in the air to a shallow left center. Tommy Agee moving over is under it waiting, and he has it for the out. One out and nobody on. Now the number two batter in the order, Van Kelly, the third baseman. Kelly is a left-hand hitter, and he was a key figure in the Padres' 5-3 victory yesterday. Twice, he reached on walks, starting rallies. Dave Garcia on the coaching lines at first base. And Bob Skinner is on the lines at third. A swing and a miss and a fastball, strike one. The on-deck batter is the center fielder, Clarence Gaston. Now Seaver out of his windup. The pitch to the left-hand hitter, knee-high fastball, strike two. This has been a long and fairly successful road trip for San Diego. They started this road trip in Los Angeles where they took two out of three. They split a two-game series at Cincinnati, split a series in Atlanta, and then lost a series in Houston. Two-strike delivery, high, ball one. One ball and two strikes. Very unusual scheduling for San Diego and a difficult schedule for them. They opened the season at home and played three games and then embarked on a 12-game road trip. The 1-2 pitch, low and inside, the count is 2-2. Two two. Harry Wendelstead is the umpire behind home plate. Tony Vincent at first, Frank Sicori at second, and Bob Ingle is calling the plays at third. And a kitty cat is loose on the playing field. Here's the pitch on the way. Foul ball as he stepped away from an inside delivery. Now the cat disappears into the visiting dugout. Remember last year in that big series of the Cubs when the black cat went out on the field? This is the final game of the homestand. The Mets leave tomorrow for Los Angeles. They play the Dodgers Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday afternoon. Now Seaver's pitch on the way. Strike three called a fastball. Tom Seaver's book that just came out today will make enjoyable reading on the flight going to the West Coast. The book has been running as a series in the Daily News. Two outs and nobody on. Now the center fielder, Clarence Gaston. Gaston off to a great start. He's hitting 345. 19 hits and 55 times at bat. Tall, slender, right-hand batter. Looks at a curve inside ball one. When the Mets return to open their second homestand of the year, they'll have their first night ball game against the Los Angeles Dodgers on the 5th of May. Swing and a miss at a fastball. One ball and one strike to Clarence Gaston. Seaver pitched a almost flawless game his last time out and shutting out Philadelphia. The 1-1 delivery, curve, fouled off the end of the bat, back toward the crowd, no play. When Seaver shut out the Phillies, it was his 13th career shutout. Last year, in winning 25 and losing only 7, Tom had 5 shutouts. Pitching 1-2. and two. Fouled. Look out, Artie. Back to our broadcast. He's moving out of play. The count is one and two. We have a good crowd for a Wednesday afternoon. 
Seaver sighting a miss on his target. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Gaston struck out by Tom Seaver. Seaver getting off very impressively. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. And the score in the middle of the first, the San Diego Padres nothing, the New York Mets coming to bat. Having a problem in deciding where to take your group on its next outing? If so, let the Mets Group Sales Department solve it for you. This department is manned by experts in handling both men's and women's groups. These same specialists encourage community and civic organizations, social and fraternal clubs, youth, family, and athletic groups to take in a Mets ball game and enjoy a day at Shea. In addition to providing group ticket sales for a ball game, our representatives will be happy to furnish you with all the details of the beautiful restaurants at Shea Stadium, which are available for parties, large or small, up to 700 persons. For groups of 100 or more, recognition will be given to your organization on the changeable message scoreboard here at Shea. You can easily obtain additional information simply by writing to Group Sales Manager, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, 11368. Or, if you like, telephone 212-672-3000. The representative handling your area will be more than happy to personally speak before your men's or women's group, large or small, and explain all the details. Call or write today and enjoy a day at Shea. The San Diego pitcher is Mike Corkins, C-O-R-K-I-N-S. Corkins is 23 years old. He's a right-hander from Riverside, California. The Mets have not seen Corkins previously. This year, Corkins has won none and lost one. Last year, he was with San Diego for a brief period. He won one and lost three, and he spent the remainder of the year at Elmira in the Eastern League, where he won eight and lost 14. Mike Corkins had the distinction of serving up the 600th home run hit by Willie Mays. Roger Craig, the pitching coach of the San Diego Padres, says that Mike Corkins has a major league curveball in every respect. What he needs now is better command of his pitches, better control. He was originally assigned by the San Francisco Giants and drafted 16th by San Diego in the expansion draft. He's had five years of minor league experience. So Mike Corkins is into his windup, and the pitch to Tommy Agee, a fastball over, strike one call. In the minor leagues, Corkins pitched at places like Lexington in the Western Carolinas, Waterbury, Connecticut, Fresno, California, Amarillo, Texas, and Elmira, New York. Swing and a miss at a curveball in the count of strike two. And he does have a big curveball. Bud Harrelson is on deck and then Ken Boswell. Tommy Age, he's still trying to fight his way out of a batting slump. Two strike delivery, swing and a miss, he struck him out. Tommy was struck out three times yesterday. One out and nobody on, Bud Harrelson coming up. Bud is hitting 318, and he's hit safely in 11 of the 12 games played by the Mets. Bud is hitting over 300 left-handed and over 400 right-handed. Now Corkins into his windup. The pitch to Harrelson. Fastball high. He lays off ball one. What a beautiful day. 
and how welcomed after the rugged weather of yesterday. The center fielder, Clarence Gaston, playing Bud Harrelson to hit to the opposite field. And the pitch on the way, a swing and a miss. They've been jamming Harrelson a lot, and he has been pulling the ball more this year when batting left-handed. The left fielder, Al Ferrara, playing over toward the line against Harrelson. The 1-1 delivery. Line drive, caught, knocked down, knocked down by the shortstop, Arcia. He added his glove just for a moment, but couldn't hold it. And that'll be a base hit by Bud Harrelson. Well, Bud now has hit safely in 12 of the 13 games. A hard line drive at Arcia, leaving the ground, made a leap high in the air. He had the ball in the pocket of his glove for just an instant, but it would not stick. The time he scrambled and picked it up, it was too late to try and throw out Harrelson. Ken Boswell will be batting. Ken hitting 364 on 8 for 22. Boswell has been hitting the ball very well. And Gil Hodges moved him up to that all-important number three spot in the batting order. That's the start of the year with Joe Foy hitting in the number three spot. Now Corkins throws to first base, not in time. For the New York Mets, Yogi Berra on the lines at first base and Eddie Yost coaching at third. Padres now have their outfield far around to right. Boswell, a pull hitter. And the pitch by Corkins is low, ball one. Boswell gave some thought to that fastball, then decided against it. Leon Jones, the on-deck batter, and then Art Shamsky. The next home game for the New York Mets will be May 5th, a night game against the Los Angeles Dodgers. And a throw to first, not in time. On the road trip that starts Friday night in Los Angeles... The Mets play three over the weekend against the Dodgers and then go to San Francisco for a three-game series. Low and inside to Boswell. Two balls and no strikes. They will conclude the road trip in San Diego with a four-game weekend series. So on the first trip to the West Coast, the Mets will be playing ten games. Three in Los Angeles, three in San Francisco, and four in San Diego. Corkins with a count of 2-0. and oh. Here's the pitch. Fouled off, going over toward the Padre dugout. Jerry Kuzman will face the Dodgers on Friday night. Nolan Ryan pitches Saturday night. Gil Hodges has not selected his Sunday pitcher as yet. Probably Gary Gentry or Jim McAndrew. Count 2-1 and one on Ken Boswell. And a quick throw to first, not in time. Boswell, left-hand line drive type hitter. And a throw to first, fairly close, but back to the bag, Bud Harrelson. Bud Harrelson now has 15 base hits. He leads the ball club in base hits. The 2-1 delivery, outside and high, ball three. Now Corkins has gone behind on Ken Boswell, three and one. Boswell checking with Eddie Yost to see how manager Gil Hodges wants to play this. 
So let's see if the Mets put a play on with a count three and one. Harrelson starts to build his lead off first base. Play held up just for a moment while a piece of paper is removed from the field. Down three and one on Boswell. Harrelson leading off first. He's running the pitch. Get in the air to deep left center field. It's way out. Going toward the wall. It is off the wall for a base hit. Around third and scoring Bud Harrelson. And Boswell into the double. Gill had the play on. The Mets were playing, hit the run. Harrelson running with the pitch. And Boswell hit the ball 396 feet to left center field. The ball hit the outfield fence on the fly. A run-scoring double by Ken Boswell. For Boswell, his fifth RBI. And the Mets lead 1-0. Now the batter is Cleon Jones. Cleon trying to shake out of a batting slump. At the moment, Cleon has gone 0 for 12. He's had only one hit in his last 18 times at bat. Mike Corkins, the young right-hander, delivers. Outside and high, ball one. Boswell is on second with a run-scoring double. Now the pitch on the way, breaking ball over to Cleon, one ball and one strike. Bud Harrison scoring from first base on the hit-and-run double. The 11th run scored already by Buddy Harrelson. 11 runs scored in 13 ball games. The 1-1 delivery. Swing and a miss at a fastball. One ball and two strikes. Last year, the Mets lost the first game they had with San Diego and won the remaining 11. Now the count, one and two on Cleon Jones. Delivery by Corkins is fouled back toward the crowd. No play. The Mets did very well against the West Coast Clubs last year. They beat the Giants eight games to four, the Dodgers eight games to four, and San Diego 11 games to one. An overall record of 27 and nine against the three clubs from the West Coast. One and two now on Cleon Jones. And the pitch by Corkins. Foul ball. Ball bounced up and hit Cleon on the right side of the face. It did not have any sting to it, and Cleon is all right. It's one ball and two strikes. The Chicago Cubs have lost their star catcher, Randy Hunley, for probably a majority of the season. J.C. Martin has taken over behind the plate. Randy Hundley suffering torn ligaments in his leg in a collision yesterday with the Cardinals' Carl Taylor. And Hundley may be out the rest of the year. The 1-2 delivery. Line drive to second that's caught. No chance for a double play. Dave Campbell getting his glove up to snag the line drive that was well hit by Cleon Jones. Now there are two away, and Art Shamsky will be stepping in. Art hitting 379. 
Arshansky just missed a home run in yesterday's game. He hit a line drive that hit the right bullpen wall on the fly, 358 feet out. We have quite a few banners at Shea this afternoon. Many of the school children have been out of school this week, and we've had a lot of youngsters at Shea Stadium. Now with Boswell on second and two down, the hitter is Art Shemsky. Art a pull hitter, and they play him around to right. High fly ball hits a shallow right field. Backpedaling Campbell, the second baseman. He's called off by the shortstop, Arcia, who takes it for the out. Side retired in the first one run, two hits. No errors and one left on. At the end of one inning, the New York Mets won, and the San Diego Padres nothing. Well, here's a date for all of you youngsters, boys and girls alike, to circle on your sports calendar and start looking forward to. Saturday, May 30th, has been designated as batting helmet day at Shea Stadium this year. The Mets will be playing the Houston Astros in a big decoration day game starting at 2.15 p.m. And all youngsters 16 and under attending the game that day on May 30th will receive a handsome facsimile of the Mets' royal blue batting helmet. As an added feature, this year's helmet also contains an adjustable strap which ensures a perfect fit for any head size. And since this certainly is one of the most popular dates on the Mets' home schedule, we suggest you make your plans well in advance. The date again is Decoration Day, Saturday, May 30th, when the Mets take on the Houston Astros in a single game starting at 2.15 p.m. To be sure you don't get shut out, we suggest you order your tickets now. For San Diego, Al Ferrara, the left fielder and cleanup batter, will lead off against Tom Seaver as we go to the second inning. The Giants and Phillies are playing in Philadelphia today. They were postponed yesterday. Rich Robertson pitching for the Giants and Woody Fryman for the Phillies. The Phillies lead 1-0 at the end of three. St. Louis playing at Chicago with the Mike Torres against Ferguson Jenkins. Curve in the dirt, ball one to Al Ferrara. Mike Torres has won his first two, and his last time out, he pitched a one-hitter. Ferguson Jenkins looking for his first win after two setbacks. Tonight, the Dodgers play in Montreal, and Houston has a night game at Pittsburgh. Swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. Cincinnati Reds have a sizzling start in the Western Division of the National League. The Reds have already opened up a four-and-a-half game lead. The Reds and the Braves have the day off. A little bit high, two balls and a strike to Al Ferrara. In the American League, the Yankees play tonight in Washington. Baltimore playing a day game at Fenway Park, and the Orioles lead the Red Sox 2-0 after 2.5. High fly ball, well hit by Al Ferrara. It's deep. Jones is back to the wall. It's going. Gone, a home run. Al Ferrara ties the game up with his first home run of the year. His first home run and his first run batted in. A towering fly ball that landed just beyond the wall in left field. Leon went back to the wall hoping for a play, but it was gone. And that ties the game. The hitter now is Nate Colbert. He already has six home runs this year. Fastball in the strike one call. He hit one in yesterday's ball game. It's 
a matter of fact, Colbert has had 11 hits this year, and six of the 11 have been home runs. Swing and a miss on the counter strike two. His batting average is just barely over 200. But he has six homers and 13 runs batted in. Low and outside, one ball and two strikes. In the Oriole-Boston game at Fenway Park, Dave McNally pitching for the Birds and Jim Lonborg for the Red Sox. Seavers, one-two pitch. High pop-up. Outside the first baseline in foul territory, Crane Brewer makes the catch. What a towering pop foul. Right here we pause for station identification. This is New York Mets baseball on WKAJ-FM 102.3 in Saratoga Springs, New York. Bob Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Kainer were in the second here at Shea Stadium and the game is tied 1-1. Dave Campbell, the second baseman, is the batter and he takes ball one. Dave Campbell was acquired last winter by the Padres when they made a trade with the Detroit Tigers. They gave up Joe Necro, now a starting pitcher with the Tigers, to get Dave Campbell and Pat Dobson. Lined in the air to left field. Cleon Jones is there. Makes the catch. Seaver hung a curveball, and Dave Campbell hit a hard line drive. And Cleon, going toward the line, picked it off one-handed. Now Jerry Morales, who started out in pro ball as a member of the New York Mets organization. Other action in the American League, Chicago playing a day game in Minnesota. Tonight is Detroit at Cleveland, Kansas City at Oakland, Milwaukee at California. Low and outside, ball one to Jerry Morales. The on-deck batter is Bob Barton. Fastball in for a call, strike one and one. San Diego got Bob Barton and relief pitcher Ron Herbel from the Giants for Frank Reberger. One-one pitch by Seaver. Fastball over, a call strike. It's one ball and two strikes. The Mets scored in the first on a single by Bud Harrelson and a long double by Ken Boswell. Now a curve low and outside, two and two. The Padres have tied the game on a home run by Al Ferrara. Pitching two and two. Fouled off the mask of Jerry Grody. Jerry has been bothered by a very heavy cold. He just can't seem to fight his way out of it. It's hard to do this time of the year, especially when you have a day like yesterday. The 2-2 delivery. Fouled off the end of the bat. Duffy Dyer is not with the ball club, as you probably heard or read. Duffy had to go to his home in Phoenix, Arizona, due to the unfortunate passing of his father. Should anything happen to Grody, I guess Joe Foy would have to go behind the plate. And a foul fly down the right field line out of play. Now Seaver siding in on his target. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Morales goes down swinging for Tom Seaver, his third strikeout. One run, one hit. The home run by Al Ferrara. No errors and none left on. And the score in the middle of the second. The San Diego Padres won and the New York Mets won. 
just two miles out Lake Avenue on the old Scalaville Road, you'll find a small but growing business with big plans. Srade's Gardens. The season is just about started at Srade's, and while it's still a bit too early to do too much planning, Ted and Doris invite you to look over their selection of rose bushes. In the last of the second, Joe Foy will be up against Mike Corkins, 23-year-old right-hander from Riverside, California. This has been a hard luck year for the Chicago Cubs outstanding catcher, Randy Hundley. He was hurt just prior to opening day, and that's when the Cubs made the deal with the New York Mets to get veteran J.C. Martin as a stopgap until Hundley returned. And now shortly after his return, yesterday he was hurt again, this time seriously. And as they say, he might be out the remainder of the year. Be quite a blow to the Cubs. And a curve on the outside corner now to Joe Foy for a call strike. We've had an unusual number of injuries in the Major League Baseball so far this year. Juan Marichal still has not started for the Giants. Fastball inside, one ball and one strike. The Atlanta Braves pitching staff badly crippled by injuries. They lost Ron Reed, an 18-game winner, and then they lost their top relief pitcher, Cecil Upshaw. The 1-1 pitch by Corgans is swung and missed by Joe Foy. One ball and two strikes. Nobody on, nobody out. Last half of the second, game tied 1-1. And the pitch by Corkins, a half-swing foul ball back toward the dugout. No play. We have a lively turnout on this Wednesday afternoon. Ed Cranepool waiting on deck. And a curve by Corkins that's inside. Two balls and two strikes. San Diego will be flying home following the game today. The Padres open a long homestand against the Phillies on Friday night. Pitching two and two. Lined foul deep down the left field line. No play. He hung a curveball and Foy blistered it. But he pulled it a bit too much and it goes foul. San Diego in the outfield has Al Ferrara in left. Clarence Gaston is in center and Jerry Morales is around in right. Padres have their outfield around the left against Foy. Curve just outside. Ball three, and it's a full count of three and two. Ken Boswell did not miss a home run by much when he doubled home Bud Harrelson in the first inning. His double hit the middle of the wall on the fly, 396 feet out. 3-2 pitch, inside ball four. Joe Foy starts the inning off for the Mets by reaching on a walk. It brings up Eddie Cranepool. Eddie has two hits and 11 times at bat. They play Eddie to pull the ball. The on-field shifts around toward right. Gaston, the center fielder now, swings over into right center. 
and a hurry-up throw to first by Corkins. Corkins works hard on keeping the runner close. The Mets scored in the first inning. Gil Hodges had a hit-and-run play on on a 3-1 pitch. Had a throw to first, not in time. Mets have been running a lot this year. They've already stolen 11 out of 14. Joe Foy has three. And the pitch. Fastball is high. And a throw to first by Barton is not in time. One ball and no strikes to Eddie Cranepool. Duffy Dyer will rejoin the New York Mets in Los Angeles for the game on Friday night. Now Mike Corkin is getting his information from the catcher Bob Barton. And the pitch to Cranepool has popped up. Towering pop-up out near the middle of the dam and backpedaling into shallow center. The second baseman Campbell and he makes the grab. One man away and Jerry Grody comes on to hit. Base hits have not been falling so far for Jerry Grody, though he has actually made good contact. His batting average at this point is 158 on 6 for 38. Brody had a very slow start, a very slow first half hitting last year, and then the second half of the year, he hit the ball well. Tom Seaver is out on deck. Mike Corkins working from the stretch, and the pitch to Grody is lined in the air to right field. Morales comes in, and he makes the catch. Hustling back to first base, Joe Foy. And again, Grody hit the ball hard, but without any reward. A line drive to the right fielder, Jerry Morales. Now Tom Seaver coming up. Tom is hitting 300. On three hits and ten times at bat. Seaver batting right-handed. And he tries to bunt the curveball, but misses strike one. Atlanta has always been, since it came into the National League, a great park to hit in. And the Reds and the Braves put on a home run display yesterday. Ten home runs in one ball game. The Reds hitting seven. Low and outside, one ball and one strike. Of the new ballparks that have opened up in the last decade in the National League, I would say Atlanta is certainly the best for the home run hitters. The 1-1 delivery, low and outside. For the most part, the new ballparks take something away from the power hitters. It'll be interesting to see how Cincinnati will fare when they go into their new stadium. Count two and one on Tom Seaver and the pitch by Mike Corkins. Ground ball tapped to shortstop. Coming in, Arcia. He's up with it. And he throws to first. The side is out. Mets retired. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one left. At the end of two innings, the score, San Diego one and New York one. Clear the prop. Saratoga Unicom, that's the 5 one 2 four, five.
Have you ever wanted to learn to fly? That could be you this summer taking a friend for a local scenic flight. The Richmore Aviation Flight School at the Saratoga County Airport has two full-time flight instructors to give you professional flight training. Richmore Aviation offers flight courses for the private pilot, commercial pilot, instrument rating, and flight instructor. Courses include dual and solo flight time, ground school, FAA, and FCC books and supplies. The Richmore Aviation Flight School is an FAA-approved flight school and is located at the Saratoga County Airport, three miles west of the Performing Arts Center on Geyser Crest Road. In Saratoga and the Tri-Cities, phone 885-5354. Or in Glens Falls, phone 792-9949. Shea Stadium, and to pick up the action for you as the Padres come up to hit against Tom Seaver, Ralph Kiner. Hi, Bob Murphy, and hi, everyone. And the first batter will be the catcher, Bob Barton, for the San Diego Padres. Barton batting for the first time. He's been up nine times this year without a base hit. Tom Seaver working on the mound. He has given up one hit, a home run by Al Ferrara. He has struck out three. And the first pitch is swung on at strike one. Padres one run, one hit, no errors. The Mets one run, two hits, no errors. Mets got their run when Harrelson singled off the glove of the shortstop, Arcia, and scored on a double by Ken Boswell. Slow curve, low, and it's one ball, one strike. Padres won yesterday in the ninth inning by scoring two runs, winning 5-3. Now pitch back outside. Two balls, one strike. That ball game, Ron Herbel won his first game in relief. It was his sixth relief appearance. And the loser was Cal Kuntz in relief. The starting pitchers were Clay Kirby and Gary Gentry. Now a pitch low and away. A fastball missing. Three balls, one strike. Seaver, a 25-game winner last year. He's 2-0 this year. And a 3-1. The pitch, low ball four, and Thomas walked his first man. How to bring up the pitcher, Mike Corkins. Corkins, a right-hand batter, has one base hit and four times up. Already Joe Foy is in. He's looking for a sacrifice. Foy at third base. Frame Poole at first base, Harrelson at short, Boswell at second. And Seaver with the pitch. And the pitch is swung on and fouled back, strike one. You'd have to believe in not knowing anything that Hawkins is a good hitter if they allow him to hit away in this position. 1-1 one, one ball game, going out top of the third. He has one hit and four times up, he has scored a run, and evidently Hawkins is a good hitter as he was hitting away. Now the pitch. And he bunts the pitch outside. Misses at strike two. That ball was about a half a foot off the plate. So a two-strike count. Boy dropping back even with the bag at third base. Not necessarily looking for the bunt with the two-strike count. And again, that would indicate that Hawkins is a good hitter. Here's the pitch. And he takes a fastball over the outside corner, strike three. He was not bunting. Strikeout number four for Tom Seaver. 
One away, a runner at first base, and the shortstop, Jose Arcia, the batter. Seaver has his all-time high in strikeouts in one game against the Padres. That was 14. That record was broken by Nolan Ryan when he struck out 15 his last time out, pitching a one-hitter. Ryan is scheduled to go against the Dodgers Saturday night. He'll be opposing the mound by Prado Steed. First pitch, low and away, ball one. Friday night, it'll be Jerry Kuzman against Alan Foster. The Coos has yet to win a ball game this year. He's 0-2. One ball, no strikes. Arcia flat out to center field his first time up, but he takes a fastball right through the heart of the plate. Strike one. And Jerry Grody goes out to talk with Tom Seaver. Arcia hitting 100. He has two hits and 20 times up. No extra base hits, no runs batted in, one run scored in 11 ball games. Now Grody grew with his conversation with Tom and back to send out the sign. And at 1-1, the pitch. Swung on a miss, the fastball, it's 1-2. and two. You might wonder after a conversation between a catcher and a pitcher why he comes back to give the signs. He could tell a pitcher what he wanted him to throw when he was out in the mound, but that's not the case because the infielders have to know what's coming too. They set themselves up according to the fastball or curve. One-two pitch, outside, and the count two-and-two. Sometimes the outfielders take the signs, not from the catcher, of course, or too far away, but from a shortstop or a second baseman who indicates what the pitch is with a hand behind the back. Not done too often. Now time called, and the runner at first base, Bob Barton, talking with the first base coach, Dave Garcia. Two balls, two strikes. The pitch hit out towards shallow right. Going back is Boswell. He has room to get to it. Makes the turn and catch. Two men away. That'll bring up Van Kelly, who struck out. He got caught looking at a 3-2 fastball his first time up. Kelly batted 154, left-hand batter, with two extra base hits, both doubles. He has six hits and 39 times up. And Seaver from the set position. The runner at first, a 1-1 ball game with the first pitch. And he throws a fastball right on by Kelly. His swing was after the ball was in the catcher's glove. Strike one. Now Seaver back again. A hard swing. And a late one and a strike two. Seaver with that fastball low and inside that time. Tom has been throwing hard today. And the two-strike pitch. Fastball, a check swing, foul ball back against the screen. Kelly was trying to hold up and also get out of the way. The pitch was high and tight. So the count remains at two strikes. Mets have their first night game when they return on their next homestand on May the 5th against the Dodgers. Throw to first base. Barton with a short lead back easily. Again, the two-strike pitch. And a fastball high and away, one and two. They'll play the Dodgers three night games, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and Thursday night on the 5th, 6th, and 7th. 
Friday will also be a night game, but with San Francisco. Saturday, an afternoon game, Ladies' Day. Ladies admitted to the ballpark for 50-cent service yards. And Mother's Day on the 10th of May will be a single-day game with the Giants. And a throw to first base, Barton back without a tag. Don't forget that the Dodgers and Giants only play six ball games here in New York apiece this year. In the schedule that started up last year. Now a slider over the outside corner, strike three. And Tom Seaver with his fifth strikeout. In the inning, no runs, no hits, no errors. A walk, a man left at first. And the score in the middle of the third. The San Diego Padres won. The New York Mets won. Rango Breweries Incorporated, New York, New York, and Orange, New Jersey, ask you to help keep America beautiful. We're going to the Met half of the third uh, 1-1 ball game here at Shea Stadium, the final game of this homestand. The Mets against the Padres. Last year, the Padres beat the Mets the first game of their scheduled 12, and then the Mets won 11 straight. This year, the Padres again won the first ball game, winning yesterday 5-3. And we'll have a long wait to find out what happens after that. Tommy Agee, the batter, batting for the second time. He struck out his first time up, going down swinging to the curve. Tommy hitting at 204 with one home run and three runs batted in. Got 11 hits so far this year and 54 times up. And the first pitch is a curve. He looks at it. Strike one call. Yes, with the new schedule set up starting last year with the expansion. The Western Division teams play only six games, two two stands, in the Eastern Division. Now a fastball like that, strike two calls. That means the Dodgers play here at Shea twice, a total of six games. Also San Francisco twice, a total of six games, along with San Diego. The other members of the Western Division, San Francisco, Houston, Atlanta, and Cincinnati. Two-strike pitch. Fastball that is just off the plate about letter I. It's one and two. Mike Corkins has good stuff. Clay Kirby, who pitched yesterday's ball game as a starting pitcher, also has good stuff. Just a matter of whether they can control it. Ground ball hit back to the middle off the bare hand of the pitcher. It is deflected toward third, and it'll be a base hit as there's no play at first. Agee now is in seven consecutive ball games in spite of the fact that he has been in a slump. He has managed to pick up a base hit in his last seven games, but that's all. So that's the longest hitting streak this year by the Mets. Joe Foy had a six-game streak stop yesterday when he was 0 for 2. So that puts the lead batter on and brings up Bud Harrelson, who's singled off the glove of the shortstop, Jose Garcia. But later on scored the Mets' first run and only run. San Diego tied it up on a home run by Ferrara in the second. There's a drive deep to right. It's going, going, going. It is off for the wall. And going around is Tommy Agee. He's coming in to score. Harrelson goes in with a stand-up triple. Mighty Bud Harrelson with a long triple off of the wall, right down the right field line. That is his fourth, pardon me, third triple of the year. He gets the run batted in, his fifth RBI, and he is now batting at 340 for the year. 
Bob. Bob mentioned something about Tim Foley, who is a brilliant young shortstop that the Mets had in spring training they sent out. Ever since Foley showed up, Harrelson's been really swinging that bat. He's become an aggressive hitter, Ralph. Well, he himself says he used to be defensive at the plate. Now he's going on the attack. He's really aggressive. He's swinging that bat, and he has had three doubles, three triples now, one home run, batting a 340. That was his 16th base hit so far this year in 46 times up. He has scored 11 runs. That leads the club. And he has driven in five. Now Boswell's a hitter. The infield has been pulled in. The Mets leading two to one. No one out. Bottom of the third. And the pitch to Boswell. Grounded foul. Yogi Berra makes a play on it. Strike one. Dave Roberts, a left-hander, throw it in the bullpen now for the Padres. One strike out and time called as the home plate umpire, Harry Windlestad, chases a piece of paper down the third base foul line, and he makes the grab. One strikeout. Barkin sets and a pitch out. Throw to third. No, not even close. Bob Barton anticipating a possible safety squeeze. Pitching out, but Harrelson not far from the back deck. Back easily. One ball, one strikeout. Boswell doubled in the first Met run with a long double. Double off the left center field fence. Ken's batting 391 for the season. Third ball outside, it's two and one. Boswell with five runs batted in, one home run. He's had nine hits and 23 times up. Left-hand batter, right-hand pitcher. Hawkins working from the set position, and the pitch, curveball too long. Three balls, one strike. On deck batter, Cleon Jones. And a 3-1, the pitch by Corkins. Swung on and missed, a high slider. And the count full of 3-2. and two. Rats leading 2-1. to one. They have a runner at third base with no one out, bottom half of the third. Mike Corkins with a record of 0-1, working for San Diego. 3-2 pitch. Foul back, a fastball, foul back against the screen. So the count remains at three and two. Boswell back in the batter's box. Infield still in. Outfield shaded toward right field. Left fielder, Al Farrar, is very deep. Now the 3-2 pitch. Rounded foul. Ball over by Cleon Jones in the on-deck circle. Count remains 3-2. and two. 
Mets go to San Diego on their next road trip playing there before returning for their second homestand on the 1st of May a night game a day game on the 2nd a doubleheader on the 3rd that's Sunday now again the 3-2 pitch and again a foul ball and Yogi gets his second chance and feels it flawlessly Yogi Berra started his major league career as an outfielder that was the only way that Casey could get him in the lineup Not many people remember that Yogi actually played for the Mets. Got a base hit. There's one hit out to the shortstop, Garcia. Harrelson holds at third. The throw to first base in time for the out. Now Creon Jones coming up, and we pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. This is your New York Mets Baseball Station in Saratoga Springs, New York. WKAJ-FM 102.3 on your dial. Kiner along with Bob Murphy and Lindsey Nelson from Shea Stadium. The Mets leading 2-1. to one. They have a runner at third base. And the batter is Cleon Jones. Yogi Berra was 2-9 for nine as a New York Met. Two hits nine times up. He scored a run. Drove in none. Cleon, a right-hand batter, lined to second his first time up, and he takes inside for a ball. Leon also in the batting slump, hitting a 267. He's had 12 hits and 45 times up. Three doubles, one triple, eight runs batted in. No home runs. Infield is still in. Mets leading 2-1. to one. On Harrelson's triple that drove in Tommy Agee, who singled off the pitcher's bare hand. The 1-0 pitch. Hit foul into the stands. Mike Corkins had the fastball by Cleon Jones. Ball fouled into the stands on the right field side. One and one. And the one one pitch to Cleon. Fouled into the stands again. Again the fastball and the count goes to one ball and two strikes. Those nine at-bats for Yogi while playing with the Mets might have cost him the Hall of Fame because it extended his career, and he has to wait five years, which is up at the end of this year, before he can be voted on for the Hall of Fame. He'll make it someday for sure. Very few make it on the first ballot. One ball, two strikes. Harrelson at third, infield in, one man out. Bottom of the third, Mets leading two to one, and the curveball is just high. And the count two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Now the signs are out, and Mike Corkin sets from the set position. Pitching to Cleon Jones, and a curveball is swung on a miss, strike three. So Corkins gets his second out with a runner at third. That leaves it up to Art Shamsky. That is a second strikeout for Corkins in the ballgame, and it could be a big one. Shamsky popped to the shortstop, 
back of the second baseman his first time up. Hard hitting 367. He has two runs batted in, four doubles. And he's had 11 hits and 30 times up. And the first pitch of the left-hand batter, a curve low, it's ball one. Hard close to the plate. And the wind-up and pitch. Curve again, and it's low again. Ball two. Two and all. <coughs> Mets with a record of six and six so far this year. The Padres have won six and lost eight. They stopped a three-game losing streak with their win yesterday. And the 2-0 pitch. High ball three. Three and all. And Chamsky checks to see whether or not he'll be hitting, and they'll have to say he will be. On deck batter, Joe Foy. They're going to put him on, though. He's not going to get a chance. Here's a pitch way outside, ball four, and the pitch was almost a wild pitch. Bob Barton had to make a one-hand running catch of the pitch away from the plate. So Shamsky gets an intentional walk. That's the way it scored officially, in spite of the fact that they pitched to him for three of the four pitches. And it brings up Joe Foy, who walked in a 3-2 pitch his first time up. The only other walk given by Mike Corkins. Runners now at first and third. Two men out, bottom of the third. And Joe Foy stepping up with an average of 191. Joe has driven in six runs. First pitch, a curve, low, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Foy trying to get going in the National League. And the pitch. And it's a breaking pitch in for a call strike. One and one. Mike Corkins, the starting pitcher for the Padres, trying to work out of a jam. And the right-hander sets. Here's the pitch. Fastball high and inside, two and one. Bob, why is it on getaway day you always have these kind of pitches? It just seems that way, I think, Ralph. <laughs> Corkin's a very slow worker on the mound. The two-one pitch. Out toward right field. And coming in to the ball is Jerry Morales. He gets under it, makes the catch the side, retired. So Corkins does a fine job of pitching out of that jam. Mets did score a run on two hits, a leadoff single and a triple. No errors and a walk and two men left on. And the score at the end of three, the New York Mets two, the San Diego Padres one. The finest in Italian cuisine and a wide array of steaks, chops, and seafood await your dining pleasure at Mangino's Restaurant, located on the south end of Saratoga Lake. But there's a big difference between just ordinary Italian or American cuisine and Mangino's fine food. At Mangino's, your order is never prepared hours before. Mangino's realize that good food cannot be hurried, and they ask you to give them a little time to prepare it properly. All dishes are prepared to your order when your order is placed, never before, and it hasn't been simmering away for hours or minutes. That's the big difference at Mangino's. 
Why not enjoy eating Italian food the way it should be savored and dine at Mangino's Restaurant, located on the south end of Saratoga Lake on Route 9P, just two miles from Route 9. A complete line of Italian specialties are served to tempt the palate, and their steaks and chops and seafood are equally as delightful. If you're planning a party or a banquet for up to 75, call Mangino's for their special party menu. That's Mangino's Restaurant, the home of truly fine foods on Route 9P at the south end of Saratoga Lake. We're going to the top of the fourth inning. The Mets leading 2-1 to one in a very closely played ball game. Final game of this homestand. And for the Padres, as they come up, they'll have Clarence Gaston, Al Farrar, and Nate Colbert. The heart of their batting order here against Tom Seaver, who has given up one hit, but it was a home run by Al Farrar to left field. Clarence Gaston was struck out his first time up. He went down swinging at a fastball. Seaver has struck out four. Make it five in the ball game. First pitch of fastball, swung on, strike one. Just got a report that Bill Singer of the Los Angeles Dodgers, their strong-arm right-hand pitcher, has hepatitis. Now a slow change curve, and it's in for call strike two. So the Dodgers will be without his services for at least a month. He has been put on the disabled list. Bill Singer with hepatitis. Pete Mickelson also has had it. Now a slider outside to count one and two. The entire team, when they return to Los Angeles after tonight's game, Dodgers are going to be checked out for hepatitis. Now a pitch in there for a call strike, and Gaston is sent back on three pitches. Strikeout number six for Tom Seaver. And it brings up Al Farrar, who hit a fastball out of the ballpark his first time up. And the first pitch to Farrar. Fastball inside a ball. At the end of five, Philadelphia four, San Francisco nothing. Rich Robertson pitching for the Giants. Woody Fryman going for the Phillies. Briggs got a home run his first in the fifth with two on for the three runs for the Phillies. Now pitch low and it's 2-0. If San Francisco loses, every team in the Western Division will be under 500 with the exception of Cincinnati. And, of course, Cincinnati off to a fine start. They have won 13 and lost four. The 2-0 pitch, breaking ball low and away in the count, 3-0. Mike Torres has been knocked out of the box by the Chicago Cubs. Rich Nye has gone in the ball game in the second. Chicago batting in the bottom of the second inning. They led by a one nothing score as they came to the plate. Now a pitch inside ball four, and Farrar walks on four pitches. Ferguson Jenkins is pitching that ball game for Chicago, his record 0-2 this year. That is the second walk given up by Tom Seaver. That brings up Nate Colbert, who fouled out his first time up. Also scheduled, the Dodgers at Montreal, Houston at Pittsburgh. Night ball games, the Reds and Braves not scheduled. First pitch to Colbert over the inside corner, a fastball at strike one. And the Cubs came up with three runs in the bottom of the second. They lead San Francisco 4 nothing. The one strike pitch should say St. Louis 4 nothing. And the pitch is ball one. It's one and one. 
In the five and a half innings, Baltimore two, Boston two, McNally two and all against Jim Lomborg, who is also two and all. Seaver working with a runner at first, Mets lead two one. And the pitch is swung on a miss. It's one and two. At the end of two, Minnesota one, Chicago nothing. Joe Orland going for the White Sox. He's one and one. Lewis Tion going for the Twins. He's one and one. Scheduled Yankees of Washington tonight. Detroit at Cleveland tonight. Kansas City to Oakland tonight. Now a foul ball hit off into the stands on the first base side. And the count stays at one and two. Kansas City playing on the coast against Oakland in a night ball game. And Milwaukee playing the Angels in California at night. One ball, two strikes. And the pitch to Colbert. It in the air to center field. Left center field. A.G. is near the ball. Taps his glove. Makes the catch. Colbert is out. Ferrara on first base goes back to first after being halfway down the line. That'll bring up Dave Campbell, the second baseman. Dave flat out to left field his first time up. Campbell's hitting 294. The first pitch is swung on and foul back. Strike one. Mets leading two to one. They scored a run in the third to break a one-one tie. They had had an early lead of one nothing in the first. The big hitter, Bud Harrelson, single and a triple. Curveball grounded towards Foy. He loses the ball. It rolls in back of him. We'll see how it scored. It was a difficult chance. He went over to backhand the ball. He had a half hop. He got his glove on it, but never had possession. Could be scored either way. And it's being scored a base hit. So now runners at first and second as Al Ferraro moves down to second. That's only the second hit that Tom Seaver has given up. And he'll be pitching to Jerry Morales. Morales struck out his first time up. He went down swinging at a fastball. Average at 143. He's had one home run. And the right-hand batter takes a slider over the outside corner. A call strike. Seaver sets. And the pitch. Fastball that is outside about belt high. One and one. Harry Windlestat, the umpire behind home plate. Tony Vincent at first, Frank Sicori at second, Bob Engel at third. Now a fastball swung on and foul back, and the count one and two. Frank Sicori is the umpire that called the ball in Cincinnati off of the wall when it hit a tin wall above the wall and should have been a home run with the bases loaded for Ron Soboda. Yogi Berra got kicked out of the ball game and he went out to argue and he said, anybody that can't hear that is blind. Had a fastball, strike three call. So Jerry Morales struck out for the second time. That's strikeout number seven in the ball game for Tom Seaver. In the inning, no runs, one hit, no errors, a walk. Two men left on in the score in the middle of the fourth inning. The New York Mets two, the San Diego Padres one. Hi, this is Bob Walton at Walton Sports Shop, urging you to stop in and see us when you need camping equipment. 
Now that vacation time is on its way, have you found in checking over your equipment that you need something additional? Stop in and see the wide selection we have to offer. Walton's carries pack frames, canteens, and mess kits. If this is your first year for tenting, then be sure that you see Walton's for all styles of tents, air mattresses, and Coleman stoves and lanterns. Walton's also carries a full line of famous name sleeping bags. Of course, at Walton's, hunters can find everything in one convenient location. Guns, ammunition, and hand-loading equipment as well as rifle scopes to make those long shots surer and safer. A complete line of equipment for all sports is what you will find at Walton Sports Shop, Lake Avenue in Saratoga, where sportsmen cater to sportsmen. to the mid-half of the fourth inning as they lead 2-1 against the San Diego Padres and the first batter for the Mets will be Ed Cranepool. Ed popped up to the second baseman his first time up. He's had two hits and 12 times up this year. That'll be followed by Jerry Grody and then Tom Seaver. Mike Corkins, the pitcher for the Padres, he has given up two runs, allowed four hits. He has struck out two and walked two. And the right-handers first pitch to Cranepool. Fastball grounded out toward the first baseman. Fielded by Nate Colbert. He throws to the pitcher covering. Mike Corkins and Cranepool is out on one pitch. That brings up Jerry Grody. Jerry lined out to right field his first time up. Jerry's had six hits and 39 times up this year. Three doubles, one triple, and three runs batted in. That's two on four hits. The Padres have one run and two hits. And the first pitch to Grody hit in the hole, going over Zarcia to field it. He braces, throws the first in the dirt. It's dug out by Colbert, and Grody is out on one pitch. So two pitches and two men away. That'll bring up Tom Seaver. Mets need this win today to put them at 500 at home, 4-4. Four and four. And Seaver trying to pick up his third win of the year. He's lost none. He has won 12 consecutive ball games dating back to last year. And Tom swings at the first pitch. It's strike one. Seaver with three hits and 11 times up. He grounded out the short his first time up. Takes a pitch low and it's one and one. And the 1-1 delivery, a curve, and it's in there for a called strike. One ball, two strikes. The Mets two, the Padres one. Two men out, bottom of the fourth. Tom Seaver was the Cy Young Award winner last year, and he received his award here from Jack Lang today, Secretary Treasurer of the Baseball Writers Association of America. And the pitch is in there. Foul tip on a check swing, strike three. Third strikeout for Mike Corkins. A 1-2-3 inning, the first time he has retired the Mets in order. And the score at the end of four. The Mets two, the San Diego Padres one. Number 
In the fifth inning, Bob Barton will be leading off for the San Diego Padres. Barton reached on a walk his first time up. And the first pitch thrown by Tom Seaver, a fastball on the outside corner for a call strike. Now the pitch by Tom fouled off the end of the bat. This one is coming back upstairs and out of play. Tom Seaver has struck out seven in four innings. In a game out in San Diego last summer against the Padres, Seaver struck out 14 men in seven innings. That gave him a share of the club record until just recently when Nolan Ryan struck out 15 for a new club record. Here's the pitch on the way. Barton holds up, and it may have tipped the bat handle. We'll wait for the signal from the umpire, Harry Windlestead. And the count remains a strike two. Mets lead 2-1, top half of the fifth. Breaking ball off the outside corner, one ball and two strikes. Now Seaver's 1-2 delivery curves us in the dirt out in front of home plate. That evens the count at two balls and two strikes. Final game of the homestand for the Mets. Tomorrow, a travel day, they'll be flying to California. The Padres will do their flying right after the game today. Going back to San Diego, they open a homestand against Philadelphia on Friday night. The 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. He got him with a fastball. That is the eighth strikeout for Tom Seaver. And the pitcher, Mike Corkins, is coming up to hit. Corkins was called out on strikes his first time at bat. He was up in a bunt situation with a runner on first in the third inning, and Preston Gomez, the manager of the Padres, gave him the green light to swing away. Now a swing and a miss at a high hard one. They say of Mike Corkins that although he doesn't get too many base hits, he is very strong when he makes contact. And they figured in a bunt situation he would be getting a high fastball, a tough pitch to bunt. So they let him swing away, hoping he might make contact and hit it out for a home run. One strike count. The on-deck batter is Jose Arcia, the shortstop and leadoff batter. Now Seaver out of his wind-up the pitch. Just missed the outside corner. One ball, one strike. Swing and a miss. Letter high fastball by Tom Seaver. Seaver's had that extra yard on that fastball. He keeps this kind of stuff. He'll wind up in double figures and strikeouts. Pitching one and two. Curve is strike three called, and that is number nine. Nine strikeouts now for Tom Seaver in four and two-thirds innings. Seaver, although he has the ability to strike out many hitters and has struck out more than 200 in each of the last two years, does not actually strive for the strikeouts. He prefers to minimize the number of pitches. Arcia, the batter, swinging a mess at a curveball. Strike one. 
the pitcher is striking out a lot of hitters. It means he's throwing a lot of pitches in the course of the ballgame. When Nolan Ryan struck out 15 of the Philadelphia Phillies, he threw 154 pitches. Way outside, one ball, one strike. Interestingly enough, in the game that Seaver struck out 14 in San Diego last year, he did not finish the ballgame. He grew arm-weary and left the game after seven innings. Now the pitch, way inside. Arcia ducking away, two balls and one strike. Phillies lead the Giants 4-0. They're in the last of the sixth. And the Cubs lead the Cardinals 4-0 in the top of the fourth. Now Seaver delivers 2-1. and one. Had a looping drive down the left field line. Will it stay fair? Foul ball. It went foul by about a yard. Arcia running it out has to come back to the plate. And the count is now two balls and two strikes. In the game in Philadelphia, Johnny Briggs hit a three-run homer. To back up Woody Fryman, and the Phillies lead the Giants 4-0. Mike Torres, who pitched a one-hit shutout his last time out, knocked out of the box today by the Cubs. And Rich Nye has come on to pitch. The Cubs leading St. Louis 4-0. The Dodgers play tonight in Montreal, and then after a night game, they'll be flying back to the West Coast. Houston, a night game at Pittsburgh. The Reds and the Braves have the day off. Pitching two and two. Curve is fouled over into the crowd beyond the first base dugout. The count stays two and two. Now the pitch on the way. A ground ball hit toward the hole. Cut off by Joe Foy. The throw to Cranepool is in time for the out. Nice play by Foy going off to his left to cut the ball off before it could get into the hole. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. In the middle of the fifth inning at Shea Stadium, the New York Mets 2 and the San Diego Padres 1. Globe Supply, downtown Saratoga, is the place to go for rolling and roll-fast bicycles. You will find a large selection to choose from, and they come in all speeds. Every new bicycle purchased at Globe Supply comes fully assembled and carries a 90-day service and maintenance guarantee. You can also have your bike repaired by experienced mechanics at Globe. For all your bicycle accessories and parts for English or American bikes, shop Globe Supply downtown Saratoga, open daily from 8.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Friday night until 9 p.m. What would your child do about his college expenses if, if something should happen to you or if the money you had saved had to go toward a sudden expense? With John Hancock's educational plan, he's guaranteed the full value of the policy if something happens to you. That will help him get a college education, a chance for a better job, and an estimated $180,000 in extra income for your child in later life. For a plan to meet your child's needs for educational funds, call Ben Yanklowitz, 783-5571, or write Ben Yank, Box J, Latham, New York. for New York in the bottom half of the fifth inning and he takes Mike Corker's fastball high ball one 
A.G. reached on an infield hit his last time at bat and later scored. And a curveball is over for a call strike. Tommy has hit safely in seven straight games, but along the way has been trying to fight his way out of a batting slump. Bud Harrelson on deck and then Ken Boswell. The 1-1 pitch. Inside, it's ball two, two and one. At Fenway Park in Boston, the Orioles and Red Sox are tied 2-2 at the end of six. Dave McNally pitching for Baltimore. And by Sonny Romo has replaced Jim Lonborg in the seventh inning. Now Corkins with the assign from Bob Barton. Foul ball back over the screen and no play. The White Sox and Minnesota Twins are tied 1-1 in the fourth inning. Joel Hurlan against Luis Tiaz. Yankees have a night game in Washington. Detroit a night game in Cleveland. On the West Coast, Kansas City at Oakland. Milwaukee at California, both night games. Now the windup. Here's the pitch. Low and outside, three and two. The wind has turned almost 180 degrees since the start of the ball game. The game started, the wind was blowing from left across toward right. It now has switched around and is favoring the right-hand batters. Grounder hit down a third foul. No play. Run down across the line in foul territory by Van Kelly. Final game of the homestead. Bill Singer of the Dodgers will be sidelined for at least a month as a result of hepatitis. Three-two delivery. Foul to back over our broadcasting booth into the crowd. Count remains the same. Chicago, Leron Lee, the Cardinal rookie right fielder, has hit a two-run homer in the fourth inning, cutting the Chicago Cub lead now to four to two in the fourth. Three-two. High ball four. Tommy Agee draws a walk. Third walk given up by Mike Corkins. We have a powwow now with the pitcher and the catcher, and before Bud Harrelson steps in, we'll pause for station identification. You're listening to New York Mets Baseball on WKAJ-FM 102.3 in Saratoga Springs, New York, the home of the New York Mets. Bob Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Kainer. The Mets lead the Padres 2-1. to one. We're in the last half of the fifth inning, the batter, Bud Harrelson. Bud has two for two, a line drive single off the shortstop's glove, and a booming triple to right field. And a pitch out, a throw to first base, A.G. slides back safely. Bob Barton putting the play on, they tried hard to pick Tommy A.G. off first base. Bud Harrelson leading the ball club in total hits. He has 16. And the interesting thing for Harrelson, seven of the 16 have been extra base hits. And the pitch by Corkins. Off the outside corner, ball two. It's 2-0. Oh. But is now hitting 342. In today's game, he hit a hard line drive that went off the shortstop's glove for a base hit. He came around to score on a hit-and-run double by Ken Boswell. And then after A.G. reached on an infield hit in the third, he drove him home with a triple. And a throw to first, just lobbed over there. 
Down remains 2-0 oh on Bud Harrelson. The 2-0 oh delivery is in at the knees for a call. Strike gets 2-1. and one. Warm-up action in the San Diego bullpen. Left-hander Dave Roberts. He was up earlier in the ballgame when Corkins ran into some difficulties. Pitch to Harrelson is under the knees. Ball three, three and one. Dan Kelly, the San Diego third baseman, playing in on the grass against Bud Harrelson. The shortstop, Jose Arcia, shades toward second. That's what like to get some runs for Tom Seaver to work with. 3-1 delivery, the runner goes, and a high fly ball, well hit the right field, but playable. Backpedaling is Morales, and on the edge of the warning track, he makes the catch. Again, the Nets were playing hit and run on a 3-1 pitch, and Harrelson skies out to deep right field. This brings up Kenny Boswell. In the first inning, with a hit and run play on, Boswell hit a double 396 feet away from home plate. The ball hit the wall on the fly out in the alley in left center. And on the double, Bud Harrelson came around to score. St. Louis scored three runs in the fourth inning at Wrigley Field. The Cubs lead the Cardinals 4-3 to three going to the last half of the fourth inning. Boswell bounced out his second time up today, so Ken is hitting 375. Swing and a miss at a curveball. Strike one. Corkins has pitched out of two very difficult jams. When Harrelson tripled home, A.G. in the third inning, there was only one man away. And Corkins left Harrelson stranded on third as he got Boswell and Jones. Breaking ball on the inside corner. Call strike two. The Mets will be traveling tomorrow. And Jerry Kuzman will open the road trip against the Dodgers on Friday night. Our broadcast time will be 10.55 p.m. Lobbed over to first base. The Saturday night game at Dodger Stadium is going to start at 7 o'clock in Los Angeles. That means 10 o'clock back in New York, and we'll be on the air with the game. Two-strike pitch. Breaking ball in the dirt. One ball and two strikes. Mike Corkins, a young right-hander, is a very deliberate type pitcher. He uses a lot of time between pitches. Now Corkins takes a long look in to get his sign. The 1-2 delivery, breaking ball inside and low, it's 2-2. Two and two. Theoretically, with men on base, you are not allowed over 20 seconds between pitches. A couple of years ago, the umpires carried stopwatches, and they watched it fairly close. Lobbed over to first base by Mike Corkins.
Pitching two and two. The runner goes and a long drive hit deep to right by Boswell. Morales goes back and he makes the catch on the warning track. The throw to first base, not in time. A.G. gets back ahead of the throw. Boswell ripping it on a hit and run play. But Morales made an excellent catch deep in the right field corner. Whirled and threw the ball to first base, but not in time. H.E. got back. A drive well hit by Ken Boswell. And Morales made an excellent play. He covered a lot of ground in getting to it. Now Cleon Jones stepping in. Cleon has lined out to second and been struck out. Nothing for two. Breaking ball, low outside, one ball and no strikes. Cleon is now 0 for 14, and he's had only one hit in his last 20 times at bat. Cleon will break out, no doubt about it. The hottest hitter in the National League right now is Tony Perez of Cincinnati. He's leading the league in everything. And a pitch out, but nothing was on. It's two balls and no strikes to Cleon Jones. Dave Roberts continuing to work in the San Diego bullpen. This is a two-to-one ball game. The Mets leading, and we're in the last half of the fifth inning. Mike Corkins fires. There goes A.G. The pitch is a strike. The throw to second base. Save, and he steals the base. Well, Tommy Agee, his third of the young season. And the Mets are running ball club this year. Now have stolen 12 out of 15. That's the 100th in Tommy Agee's career. Well, Tommy Agee putting himself in scoring position. New computer device they use in operating the big scoreboard this year really gets the information up in a hurry. Already on the message board, that was A.G.'s 100th steal of his big league career. The count is 2-1 and one on Cleon Jones. The pitch by Corkins is swung and missed. He went after a breaking ball. It's 2-2. Two and two. two balls and two strikes. Art Shamsky is in the on-deck circle hoping that Cleon can save him a turn at bat. Tommy Agee, who drew a walk, is now on second after stealing second base. The 2-2 pitch. And a fly ball hit high in the air to shallow center field. Coming in, Clarence Gaston, also the right fielder Morales. Morales makes the catch in shallow right center. Side retired, no runs, no hits, no errors, one left on. At the end of five, the score, the New York Mets two and the San Diego Padres one. Having a problem in deciding where to take your group on its next outing? If so, let the Mets group sales department solve it for you. This department is manned by experts in handling both men's and women's groups. These same specialists encourage community and civic organizations, social and fraternal clubs, youth, family, and athletic groups to take in a Mets ball game and enjoy a day at Shea. 
In addition to providing group ticket sales for a ball game, our representatives will be happy to furnish you with all the details of the beautiful restaurants at Shea Stadium, which are available for parties, large or small, up to 700 persons. For groups of 100 or more, recognition will be given to your organization on the changeable message scoreboard here at Shea. You can easily obtain additional information simply by writing to Group Sales Manager, Shea Stadium, Flushing, New York, 11368. Or, if you like, telephone 212-672-3000. The representative handling your area will be more than happy to personally speak before your men's or women's group, large or small, and explain all the details. Call or write today and enjoy a day at Shea. Shea Stadium, we move to the sixth inning. Tight mound duel between Tom Seaver and young Mike Corkins. The Mets have two runs, four hits. San Diego, one run on two base hits. Padre scored on a home run by Al Ferrara in the second inning. Mets have had the long ball in the game, too. Boswell doubled home the first run, and Harrelson tripled home the second run. Final game of the homestand, or the next homestand, the Mets play the Dodgers, the Giants, and the Montreal Expos. Three night games with the Dodgers here at Shea, starting on the 5th of May. Then a weekend series against Willie Mays and crew, followed by a two-game series with Montreal. Joe Foy in close at third now against the left-handed batting third baseman Van Kelly. And the pitch to Kelly is low, ball one. San Diego acquired Van Kelly when they traded Tony Gonzalez to the Atlanta Braves early last year. Now the pitch on the way. Fastball, high ball, too. Today's baseball quiz is now up for the fans. You know the last time a Pittsburgh player won the National League RBI title and who turned the trick? A pop-up behind the plate. Brody getting rid of the mask, settles under it, and makes the catch. I wonder if you broadcast baseball games. Clarence Gaston comes on. By the way, if you're thinking of starting up a savings or a checking account, drop into any convenient Chase Manhattan Bank. Remember, you've got a friend at Chase Manhattan, member of the FDIC. Swing and a miss by Clarence Gaston. He went after Seaver's hard slider. Tom will throw more curveballs than sliders in most cases. And a high fly ball well hit to right field. Back is Shamsky to the warning track. Now he's there, and he has it for the off. Two men away as Gaston flies deep to right. And the batter coming on is Al Ferrara. He tied this game up in the second inning with a home run to left. Mets regained the lead in the third on a run-scoring triple by Bud Harrelson. Seaver getting his sign from Jerry Grody. And the pitch to Ferrara, a good pitch at the knees, strike one call. Tom Seaver has walked two and struck out nine. Now the pitch on the way. A swing and a miss at a fastball. Seaver had the extra yard on that fastball, and Ferrara almost jumped off the ground trying to hit it. Now Seaver with a two-strike count to Al Ferrara. In comes the pitch. 
strike three call. Fastball right down the middle. Strikeout number 10 for Tom Seaver. Very impressive inning for Tom. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. In the middle of the sixth inning is Shea. It's the New York Mets 2, the San Diego Padres 1. Just two miles out Lake Avenue on the old Scalaville Road, you'll find a small but growing business with big plans. Srade's Gardens. The season is just about started at Srade's, and while it's still a bit too early to do too much planning, Ted and Doris invite you to look over their selection of rose bushes. They're available in many new varieties and all potted for you. Prices on rose bushes at Srade's Gardens start at $1.50. They have all the new AARS varieties with famous names like Jackson and Perkins, Star and Ball, and the All-American Roses. Ted Srade also has pansies in the market pack, and this weekend, pansies in bloom just 55 cents a market pack. Srade's Gardens, just a little out of the way, but they offer big savings, and the trip is well worth the little time it takes. Keep listening to Mets baseball games as the season develops. Ted and Doris will have many, many specials for our Mets listeners. Srade's Gardens, just two miles from downtown Saratoga, of Lake Avenue, on the old Skylerville Road, a small business with big plans. of the sixth inning, New York leading 2-1. Art Shamsky will be up against Mike Corkins. Mike Corkins, originally signed by the San Francisco Giants, came to San Diego in the expansion draft. Last year, he was sent to the minor leagues for further schooling. He pitched at Elmira, New York, in the Eastern League. Corkins has a good arm. He throws hard, and he has a big curveball. That's two runs, four hits, and no errors. The Padres, one run, two hits, and no errors. And the Mets go to San Diego at the end of the West Coast trip. They'll be playing a four-game series with games Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and a doubleheader on Sunday. Art has popped his short and drawn an intentional walk, nothing for one. Shamsky hitting 367. The pitch by Corkins is over at the letters for a call strike. Well, the answer to the baseball quiz, the last time a Pittsburgh player won the National League RBI title was 1949. <laughs> and the man was Jim Kiner, Sam Kiner, Mo Kiner, Charlie Kiner, oh yes, Ralph Kiner. Breaking ball over the inside corner. Two strike count now to Art Shamsky. And the pitch by the right-hander, a fastball high, one ball and two strikes. Quite a contrast in the pacing between the two pitchers, Tom Seaver and Mike Corkins. Seaver works very rapidly on the mound and Corkins very deliberately. And a shot on the ground a second taken on a hop by Dave Campbell. And he throws to Nate Colbert in time to get Shamsky one down. Ball well hit by Shamsky, but a one-hopper right at the second baseman. Joe Foy coming on to bat. Foy has reached on a walk and flied out to right field. Nothing for one. Joe Foy. 
And the pitch. It's high, ball one. Must need a victory today to complete a 500 homestand. That ground ball slowly hit toward the second baseman, Campbell. The sidearm throw to Nate Colbert retires Joe Foy, two men down. So two up and two set aside by San Diego pitcher Mike Corkins and Cranepool will be hitting. Eddie has popped to second and bounced out to first, nothing for two. Jerry Grody is the on-deck batter. Cranepool, a pole hitter. Gaston, the center fielder, swings over in the alley in right center. Curve inside and low. That goes into the dirt. One ball and no strikes. Woody Fryman has the Giants shut out through six innings. Phillies leading 4-0 in Philadelphia. Johnny Briggs hit a three-run homer. Fryman has now gone out of the game, and Dick Selma has come in. Fastball off the outside corner, 2-0 to Ed Cranepool. The Cubs four and the Cardinals three in the fifth inning at Chicago. Now the 2-0 delivery by Mike Corkins, way outside, ball three, three and nothing. It will be a rather long day for the Dodgers. They play a night game in Montreal and then following the game fly from Montreal to Los Angeles. They have tomorrow off. The Mets and the Dodgers play Friday night in Dodger Stadium. Bob Barton takes a hike out to the mound to talk with his pitcher. The Red Sox got a run in the last of the seventh inning at Fenway to take the lead over Baltimore three to two. Dave McNally pitching for Baltimore. And Vicente Romo relieved Jim Lonborg in the seventh inning. The White Sox and the Twins tied 1-1 going to the last half of the fifth inning. 3-0 pitches over, a call strike 3-1 now to Eddie Cranepool. With two men away, Brody keeps his shin guards on in the on-deck circle. Perkins fires three and one. Outside ball four, and the Mets have a base runner. The fourth walk given up by Mike Corkins. And Jerry Grody will be coming up to hit. Grody has lined out to right and bounced out to short. Nothing for two. to start him off and it's over at the knees for a call strike. Yogi Berra coaching at first Eddie Yost at third. Now Corkins checks the runner and the pitch. Slammed a foul going down the right field line and up into the crowd.
been almost a perfect day for a ball game. Beautiful day. Two strike pitch. It's over. Strike three called. Grody is caught looking at a fastball. For Mike Corkins, his fourth strikeout. No runs, no hits, no errors, and one left on. At the end of six innings at Shea Stadium, the New York Mets two and the San Diego Padres one. Rheingold, we brew beer with the natural things. We believe a glass of beer should be a simple thing made with natural ingredients. Good water, North Dakota barley, great American corn, imported and domestic hops, and thyme. A simple thing that lets Rheingold carbonate itself naturally. If you wonder why Rheingold Extra Dry tastes better than other beers, it's because we keep it simple and natural. Natural Rheingold. It is high time that I was Rango Breweries Incorporated, New York, New York, and Orange, New Jersey, ask you to help keep America beautiful. The Mets have a 2-1 lead now as we go to the top half of the seventh inning, and it'll be Nate Colbert up to lead off for the San Diego Padres. Through seven innings of play, the New York Mets two runs, four hits, no errors, and the San Diego Padres one run, two hits, and no errors. Tom Seaver has struck out 10 and walked two. Here's the first pitch, and it's swung on and missed strike one. Colbert fouled out to first base and flied out to center field. We have further word on the condition of Randy Hunley, the Chicago Cub catcher who... He's just swinging a foul ball back and out of play. In a collision with Carl Taylor at the plate in the Cub Cardinal game, Randy Hunley sustained torn ligaments of the knee. He will not require surgery. He will go on the disabled list, and the leg has been placed in the cap. Here's a swing and a miss. And it is strikeout number 11 for Tom Seaver as he got Nate Colbert on a blazing fastball. Dave Camel's coming up. He lined to left and had a base hit. Seaver has allowed two hits. A home run by Ferrara and an infield hit by Dave Campbell. Curveball. Hammered foul on the ground over into the San Diego dugout for strike one. Eleven strikeouts for Seaver. Swing and a miss. It's strike two. You may recall that last Saturday year against the Philadelphia Phillies, Nolan Ryan set a new Mets club strikeout record for a nine-inning game with 15. Here's a curveball fouled off. Count holds 0-2 to Dave Campbell. Previously, the Mets strikeout record for a nine-inning game was held jointly by Ryan and Seaver at 14. Here's the two-strike delivery. Fastball, a little low. Seaver thought he'd get a call. He didn't. It's one and two. 
Harry Wendell set, the umpire behind the plate. And that strikeout record for a 10-inning game is 15. Held by Jerry Kuzman. Has a breaking pitch in for a call, strike three. Strikeout number 12 for Seaver. As he caught Dave Campbell looking at a breaking pitch. Jerry Morales is coming up. He's been up twice and struck out twice. Once swinging and once looking. Two in out, nobody on base. The Mets leading two to one in the top of the seventh. Seaver's pitch, curveball, hammered foul on the ground, rolling off to the left side for strike one. Morales bats number seven in the San Diego order. Seaver has struck out 12, walked two, given up one run and two hits. One a home run to Al Ferraro. Fastball, foul back into the mezzanine deck. It's out of play. The count is 0-2. Dave Roberts up and throwing again in the bullpen for the San Diego Padres as they get down toward the end of their batting order. Here's a swing and a foul ball off and out of play. He almost had that one by Morales. Just got a little wood on it. And a late swing. It's 0-2. Gordy flashes a sign. Here's the 0-2 pitch. This is low and away, and the count is 1-2. and two. That was just off the outside corner. Now the 1-2 pitch to Morales. Swung on and foul back. It's out of play, and the count holds 1-2. and Seaver has struck out Colbert and Campbell in this inning, and now he's trying to get by Morales. For three strikeouts in the seventh. The count is one ball and two strikes. And here's the pitch. Breaks low and away. The count goes two balls and two strikes. And the 2 2 offer. Misses low and away, so the count is three and two. He was gone full to Morales with Barton on deck. Martin has walked and struck out today. This is the payoff pitch. It's on the way. Struck him out. Fastball down the pipe. So Seaver has struck out the side in the seventh inning. He has a total of 13 through the seventh inning. In the top of the seventh. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. And in the middle of the seventh inning, the score is the Mets two and the Padres one. Well, Mets fans, we're into another season, and we hope a really great one for your ball club. Friendly Freddy is also going into another season of car washing, a really great one for his club. Friendly Freddy's is the only fully automatic car wash in Saratoga Springs. Their motto is, nothing for you to do but sit back and relax. Friendly Freddy's car wash offers you the quickest and most convenient car washing service in Saratoga. They're located on High Rock Avenue, one block off Lake Avenue. At Friendly Freddy's, they have a facility for everyone. A coin-operated wash for the do-it-yourselfers, the most up-to-date vacuum cleaners, and, of course, the automatic car wash. You just drive in, stay in your automobile, and before you know it, your car is coming out cleaned and, if you like, waxed. All this service for only $1.25. Wax is 50 cents extra. Believe me, Mets fans, this is a bargain with today's inflated prices. Come on in and give them a try. Such orders carry a 25 cent service charge. 
to cover the cost of handling and mailing. Tom Seaver in leadoff here, and he's getting a hand from the Shea Stadium fans. Steve has been up twice. Grounded out and struck out. Mike Corkins has been in all the way for the San Diego Padres. Corkins takes a sign from Bob Barton. Here's the first pitch in the bottom of the seventh. And it is low for a ball. Tommy Agee waiting on deck. Tom Dukes and Dave Roberts are throwing in the bullpen for the Padres. Tom Dukes, Dave Roberts. Dukes is a right-hander, Roberts a left-hander. Pitch to Seaver misses, or rather gets the outside corner. It's one and one. Caught the outside corner. One ball and one strike. The Mets two runs, four hits. San Diego one run, two hits. Perkins has struck out four and walked four. Curveball goes high and it's two and one. The Mets got a run in the first. Went with one man out. Bud Harrelson singled and on a hit and run play. Boswell doubled off the base of the wall and left center to score Harrelson from first base. Two one pitch. Swung on and missed. It's two and two. Then the Mets scored another run in the bottom of the third. After A.G. got a base hit. Bud Harrelson tripled down to the right field corner to score A.G. from first base. 2-2 pitch. Hit on the ground to second. It's second by Campbell and played the first in time. One away. We pause for station identification. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. You're listening to New York Mets Baseball on WKAJ-FM 102.3 in Saratoga Springs, New York, the home of the New York Mets. This is Lindsey Nelson with Bob Murphy and Ralph Kiner at Shea Stadium in New York, and A.G. is up with one man out and nobody on. He's one for two and a walk. He has hit safely in seven consecutive games. But his batting average is 218. Corkins with a breaking pitch, swung on and missed. Chase blown away by A.G. Strike one delivery, swung on and hammered foul. Off to the left side, rolling into the San Diego dugout. Two strikes to A.G. Of the Met, four hits. Harrelson has had two, A.G. has had one, and Boswell has had one. Here's the two-strike delivery. It's high for a ball, one and two. Perkins started. He's been in all the way. He's 23 years of age. Here's the one-two pitch. Swung on and missed. It was a little tight swing. And it's a strikeout, the fifth for Corkins as he got agey. Two away. See your local Chevron Island dealer for Chevron Supreme Gasoline, the power pack fuel that's made for today's driving. Bud Harrelson is up. Single, a triple, and a long fly to right. Batting left against the right-hander. Here's the pitch. 
Breaks low and inside for a ball. The paid attendance here at Shea Stadium today is 14,197. The total attendance is 21,694. 21,694 is total. 14,197 is paid. Pitches high and away at ball two. Two and zero, the count to Harrelson. The Mets lead the Padres two to one, in the bottom of the seventh inning. That's outside for a ball. Mets have not had a base hit off Corkin since the third inning. We're in the seventh now. Three zero pitch, and it's high. It's a walk. The fifth issued by Corkin. Harrelson's on base for the third time today. Boswell's coming up. He's one for two. Double to drive and a run in the first inning. Catcher Bob Barton calls time and goes to the mound. Dukes and Roberts are throwing in the San Diego bullpen because of the fact that the Padres trail by a run and Corkins will be scheduled up second in the eighth inning. Two away for the Mets. Harrelson's the runner at first. Martin back behind the plate. And Boswell steps in. Throw to first. Harrelson's back safely. Runner goes, pitches low and away, throw to second, and he is out. A head first slide by Harrelson, who is down on all fours at the bag. He is tagged out by Arcia, and the side is retired with no runs, no hits, no errors, none left. The end of seven full innings of play, the score is the Mets two and the Padres one. All roads lead to Carmody, Ford, and Mercury at the junction of routes 29 and 40 in busy Greenwich. Come to Carmody Carland and see their big selection of Fords in stock. You'll find Torinos, Mustangs, Thunderbirds, Falcons, and the new Maverick in dozens of different body styles. Remember, you can't say Carmody without saying car. And for the best deal on a car, see Bill Rowe, Joe Zostak, or Jack Carmody. A good bunch of guys to do business with at Carmody Ford. Before you buy, check the Carmody deal. You'll like doing business at Carmody. Their overhead is low, and at Carmody Ford, everybody works to serve their customers. There are no padded payrolls. Every dollar you pay goes into automobile value. Take the pleasant drive to Greenwich. It's only minutes to Carmody, your country Ford dealer. For the best deal on a car, see the men at Carmody Ford and Mercury. You can't say Carmody without saying car, and the best deal on a car is at Carmody Ford and Mercury at the junction of routes 29 and 40 in busy Greenwich. will be leading off. Raymond Webster has come out on deck now to bat for Corkin, scheduled up second in the inning. The Padres are trailing by a run as we go to the eighth. Tom Seaver has struck out 13 San Diego batters. Seaver is walking off the mound now over toward the dugout for some purpose. 
I think he wants something to clean a little mud out of his spikes. He stops before he gets to the first baseline and with his fingers cleans the mud out of the spikes and waves off the dugout. The Met Club record for strikeouts in a nine-inning game is 15 set last Saturday afternoon by Nolan Ryan. Seaver has a shot at that now. He has two innings to go, and he has struck out 13. Barton is a right-hand batter who has walked and struck out, and here's the pitch. It's in there for a call strike. Seaver's fastball has been moving exceptionally well here today, right from the very first pitch of the ball game. Strike one, pitch to Barton. Curveball. It swung on and missed. Strike two. Took a little off the curveball and had Barton out in front, so it's 0 2. Seaver has struck out 13 and walked two, and allowing one run on two hits. Now the pitch swung on and fouled up to the right side out of play. The count holds it two strikes. Nolan Ryan's effort last Saturday was a one-hitter when he struck out the 15 Philadelphia Phillies. Brody flashes the sign. Here's a two-strike delivery to Barton. Swung on and foul off the end of the bat. Down back of first base. The count holds at two strikes. Seaver turns now rubbing up the new ball. When you strike out 13 batters and walk two, you throw a lot of pitches in the course of, the, of an afternoon. And Seaver's thrown a lot of them here today. Two-strike pitch. Fastball a little low. It's one and two. The crowd now, of course, is riding on every pitch as Seaver approaches the Mets' strikeout record. This will be a 1-2 delivery as he takes the sign. It's on the way. Check swing foul ball back and out of play. Barton was just checking. He wasn't swinging and fouled it off. It's 1-2. and two. Raymond Webster kneeling on deck to bat for Corkins. Nothing wrong with the game Corkins' his pitch here today. He's allowed the Mets only four hits. Here's a pitch. In there for a call, strike three. Got him with a slider. So it is 14 strikeouts. Jose Arcia is the only man in the lineup who is not struck out. This is Raymond Webster coming up now to bat for Mike Corkins. Seaver has equaled his previous high of strikeouts in the game. 14 was his record. He was tied with Nolan Ryan until last Saturday. And that was against San Diego last June. June 8th, and he pitched only seven innings in that ball game. Webster's two for ten left-hand batter, and the pitch is low for a ball. So Raymond Webster, who came to San Diego, San Diego from Oakland, is batting 200. 1-0. Pitches in for a call strike. And most of the afternoon, Seaver has worked well ahead of the hitter. He struck out 14 now and walked two. We're in the top half of the eighth inning. This pitch is inside low. It's two balls and a strike. One man out, nobody on base. Ivan Morrell has moved out on deck to bat for Jose Arcia. 2-1 pitch. Swung on and missed. It's 2-2 two two now to Raymond Webster. 
Tom Dukes is throwing in the bullpen. Harkins works seven innings. Here's a swing and a miss. Struck him out. Tom Seaver has 15 strikeouts. That ties the Met record for strikeouts in a nine-inning game. Seaver has a new personal high of 15 strikeouts. Hey, we all want America the Beautiful, and let's not have it another way. The people at Rheingold ask you to keep America beautiful. Nolan Ryan struck out 15 Philadelphia Phillies last Saturday. He and Seaver held the record jointly for strikeouts in a nine-inning game of 14. Boozman struck out 15 in a 10-inning game. Now it is Ivan Morrell batting for Jose Arcia. Pitches in for a call strike to Morrell. He's three for eight this year. One home run and three runs batted in. He's set up there looking for a long ball as the Padres trail by one. Here's the pitch. And it's a little high for a ball. Deaver has struck out 15 batters, and he's looking for the record now. Here's a 1-1 pitch. One out, and this is one and two. Listen to the crowd now. Riding on every pitch. Morrell chased the breaking pitch. He will be looking for the strikeout pitch now with a count of one and two, which would give him 16. Into the motion. It's on the way. Struck him out. 16 strikeouts for Seaver. That's an all-time net strikeout record through eight innings. Seaver has struck out 16. He's getting a standing ovation as he walks to the dugout. As he struck out the side in the seventh, and he has struck out the side in the eighth, he has seven consecutive strikeouts. He struck out Ferrara in the sixth inning. So it is no runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. In the middle of the eighth inning, the score is the Mets two and the Padres one. Some people say the dollar doesn't buy much anymore. But then some people have never been to McDonald's. McDonald's hamburgers are 100% beef. We never add filler. So how can we sell our hamburgers at such low prices? Well, we serve over two million a day. That brings the cost down a little. And even if it didn't, we wouldn't change. That's why McDonald's is your kind of place. There's a kid inside all of us. A kid who remembers the good taste of simple things. We think a lot of that kid at McDonald's. We use Idaho potatoes because they make the best French fries. And we cook them at exactly the right temperature to make them crisp and golden. If you remember the good taste of simple things, McDonald's is your kind of place. Pitcher for the Padres, and he's batting in the leadoff spot in the batting order is Dave Roberts, making his fourth appearance of the season. He has a record of one win and one loss. Last time out on the 17th at Houston, he was in the starting role, worked six innings, and uh, was the losing pitcher. Dave Roberts is a left-hander who's been brought on here now. Ron Slocum is playing shortstop. You'll recall Arcio was removed for the pinch hitter, so... Slocum plays shortstop, and he's batting number nine in the order. If you'd like to look ahead to the top half of the 
ninth inning. Siva will be scheduled to face Van Kelly, Clarence Gaston, and Al Ferrara. Siva has struck out seven consecutive San Diego Padres. The National League record since 1900 is eight consecutive batters struck out. So Siva has a shot at that record in the top of the ninth. But right now we're in the bottom half of the eighth inning. The Mets are leading two to one, and Boswell is up. He doubled the drive in a run, grounded out short to first, and flied to right. Here's the left-hander with a pitch to the left-hand batter, and it is in there for a call strike. Corkins worked the first seven innings for the Padres, gave up two runs on only four hits. He struck out five, and he walked five. Mets have double-barrel action in the bullpen. Pitch is low and away for a ball. Leon Jones on deck for the Mets here. The Mets have not had a base hit since the third inning of this game. Doug McGraw and Ron Taylor throwing in the net bullpen. Doug McGraw, Ron Taylor. That's in for call strike, one and two. This will be a one-two delivery to Kenny Boswell outside. The all-time record for consecutive strikeouts in the National League is nine. Mike Welch of the New York Giants on August 28, 1884. That's the all-time record. Consecutive strikeouts by a pitcher, nine. Here's a foul ball off and out of play. But since 1900, the record is eight, and it's held by Max Turcotte, Johnny Padres, Jim Maloney, and Don Wilson. Seaver has struck out seven consecutive batters. Here's a pitch in for a call strike three. So credit Dave Roberts with his first strikeout. He caught Boswell looking, and Cleon Jones is coming up. Jones is 0 for 3. Pitchers who have struck out seven consecutive batters are Ryan Duran in the American League. Denny McLean in the American League, Pete Rickard in the American League, Bill Ortega in the American League, and Jim Merritt in the American League. That pitch is in for a call strike. Leon Jones in the throes of a dismal batting slump. Has gone 0 for 3 here today. Strike 1 to him, and here's a pitch. Check swing is taken low, one and one. Jones has seen his batting average shrink from well above 400 down to 255. The Mets are leading in this game by a score of two to one. Here's a final at Fenway Park in Boston. The Red Sox five and the Orioles two. Vicini Romo is the winner. Dave McNally is the loser. There's a swing and a foul ball right down into the dirt in the batter's box. It's one and two to Cleon Jones. The end of five innings, the Minnesota Twins three and the Chicago White Sox one. Time call because of rain. Horland against Tiant. Cesar Tovar hit a two-run homer for Minnesota in the bottom of the fifth. That's the only action going this afternoon in the American League. Jones swings and fouls it back. Count holds one and two. 
The end of eight innings of play at Johnny Mac Stadium in Philadelphia. It is the Phillies six and the Giants one. Rich Robertson relieved by Frank Reberger now for the Giants. Dick Selma relieved Woody Fryman in the sixth inning for the Phillies. And Johnny Briggs at a three-run homer in the fifth inning for the Philadelphia Phillies. Here's a pitch in for a call strike. Three. Cleon Jones is caught looking. That is Robert's second strikeout. In the middle of the sixth inning... It is the Chicago Cubs, five, and the St. Louis Cardinals, four. Here's Swoboda coming up now to bat for Shamsky. A righty-lefty switch. Swoboda batting for Shamsky. Swoboda's batting 355. He's had two runs batted in. Against the left-hand pitcher, he's up there now with two men out and nobody on base. The Mets are leading two to one. Here's a pitch in for a call strike. Joe Torre hit a home run for the Cardinals in the sixth inning with nobody on, but they still are a run shy against the Cubs. There's a swing and a looper out in back of second, and the second baseman, Dave Campbell, makes the catch. The Mets are out, so stand by now because Seaver's going to take some shots at records coming up in the top half of the ninth inning in the bottom of the eighth. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. At the end of eight full innings of play, the score is... The Mets 2 and the Padres 1. If you're shopping around for a new car, and you certainly have a wonderful selection to choose from this year, wouldn't it be nice to know you have the cash to pay for it? You can, and probably cut the cost of automobile financing at the same time, with a low-cost, direct new car loan from Ballston Spa National Bank. Arranging for your new car money in advance, direct from the folks at Ballston Spa National Bank, not only saves you money on the loan, but provides the cash to pay any dealer you decide to do business with. There's an office of Ballston Spa National Bank in Burn Hills, right on Route 50, as well as the main office in Ballston Spa. And you can phone ahead, if you like, for details and monthly payment figures on the exact amount of cash you'll need for your new car. Call 885-6711, Ballston Spa National Bank, about a money-saving direct new car loan. 885-6711. Alston Spa National Bank, the bank that saves you money, might be a great place to do all your banking. Now, as we go to the top half of the ninth inning, Ron Swoboda is in the ball game. He stays in in right field in place of Shamsky, for whom he hit. Van Kelly is up for the Padres. Struck out looking, struck out looking, and fouled out to the catcher. He is a left-hand batter with an average of 146. Seaver has... Struck out seven consecutive batters. And here is the pitch. Swung out and missed the strike one. Seaver again now. Into the motion. Pitch is swung out and missed. Seaver has 16 strikeouts in this ballgame. And a two-strike count now to Kelly with Gaston on deck. The Mets lead two to one. Here's a pitch. Swung out and missed. Seaver has 17 strikeouts. And he has struck out eight consecutive batters to tie the National League record. Since 1900 for consecutive strikeouts in a game. Tom Seaver has set a new Met all-time strikeout record with his 17. 
Boston is up with one man out. Right-hand batter, Seaver Stitch, in there for a call strike. The all-time Major League strikeout record is 19, set by Steve Carlton against the Mets last year in St. Louis. Now here is the pitch. Swung out and missed at strike two. That one was outside, outside the strike zone, but Gaston took a cut. The most strikeout for a nine-inning day game is 18. Here's the pitch. In this one, call strike three. And Seaver has tied Sandy Koufax's record for strikeouts in a day nine-inning game. 18 strikeouts by Seaver. That ties the record held by Sandy Koufax for a day nine-inning game. Now with two-man out, Ferrara is up. Steve Carlton has 19 for an all-time Major League record. Seaver has a shot at it. Here's a swing and a miss, strike one. Seaver has a shot at the all-time Major League strikeout record in a nine-inning game of 19 held by Steve Carlton. He has struck out 18 batters. Here's the pitch to Ferrara. Checked on and taken outside. It's one and one. Ferrara started to go and check the swing, so the crowd is booing. It was off the outside corner. One and one to count to Ferrara, who hit a home run in the top of the second. The Mets are leading 2-1. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Swung on and missed. It's strike two. Beavers reaching back now for everything he has. One ball and two strikes. He wants that 19th strikeout to tie the all-time Major League record for strikeouts in a nine-inning game. Here's the one-two pitch. Check him out. Seaver has 19 strikeouts. Tied the Major League record. The game is over. Brody's out there congratulating him. The Mets are out there congratulating him. What a day for Tom Seaver. He struck out 19 San Diego Padres to tie the all-time Major League record for strikeouts in a nine-inning game. He has set a new strikeout record for strikeouts in a day game. The record was 18, held by Sandy Koufax. So we have seen Tom Seaver here this afternoon with a two-hitter and his third victory of the season as he was sharp right from the start and he has struck out the side in the ninth inning, struck out the side in the eighth inning, struck out the side in the seventh inning, and struck out Ferrara the last batter in the sixth inning. Ten consecutive batters for a new record for consecutive strikeouts. So Seaver has written himself into the record books here this afternoon at Shea Stadium. The final score, and we'll be back in a moment with... A summary in total. The final score is the Mets 2 and the Padres 1. Just two miles out Lake Avenue on the old Scarleville Road, you'll find a small but growing business with big plans. Srade's Gardens. The season is just about started at Srade's, and while it's still a bit too early to do too much planning, Ted and Doris invite you to look over their selection of rose bushes. They're available in many new varieties and all potted for you. Prices on rose bushes at Strade's Gardens start at $1.50. They have all the new AARS varieties with famous names like Jackson and Perkins, Star and Ball, and the All-American Roses. 
Ted Sprade also has pansies in the market pack, and this weekend, pansies in bloom just 55 cents a market pack. Sprade's Gardens, just a little out of the way, but they offer big savings, and the trip is well worth the little time it takes. Keep listening to Mets baseball games as the season develops. Ted and Doris will have many, many specials for our Mets listeners. Sprade's Gardens, just two miles from downtown Saratoga, out Lake Avenue, on the old Skylerville Road, a small business with big plans. remember from the very first pitch it was apparent that his fastball was really moving here this afternoon he said that he has three different kinds of fastballs he has three different speeds and they tail off in different directions a fastball pitcher such as that doesn't have it every day he's fortunate if he has it three out of four times or three out of five times but Seaver had it today plus good control and he started uh, out by getting Jose Arcia on a fly ball to center, and then he struck out Kelly and Gaston. The New York Mets, meanwhile, in the bottom half of the first inning, saw Bud Harrelson get a base hit with one man out, and then Boswell on a hit and run play doubled him home. So the Mets were leading one nothing. But then Ferrara hit a Seaver fastball out of the ballpark over the wall and left to open up the second, and again it was a 1-1 ball game. As Seaver got Colbert to foul out, he got Campbell on a line drive to left and then got Morales on a strikeout. But then the Mets came back in the bottom of the third as Tommy Agee got a leadoff face hit and Harrelson, who was the big stick man again today, tripled down to the right field corner to drive in what proved to be the winning run. As a matter of fact, that was the last base hit of the day for the New York Mets, too, as they got no base hits after the third inning off Corkins and Dave Roberts, who came on to hurl the last inning after Corkins was removed for a pinch hitter. Seaver gave up the home run to Ferrara and an infield hit to Dave Campbell. It was a ground ball to the backhand side of Joe Foy, who made a stab for it, knocked it down. It was scored as a base hit in the top half of the fourth, and those two hits were all that San Diego got off Seaver. But the Met right-hander seemed to be getting stronger as he went. He notched two strikeouts in the third inning. He added two more in the fourth. He got two in the fifth, and then one in the sixth, as he got Ferrara, the last man up, and he struck out everybody on. From then, he struck out Ferrara, the last man in the sixth, and everybody else that he faced, as he struck out three in the seventh, three in the eighth, and three in the ninth, to get 19 strikeouts and tie the all-time major league, or rather, yes, tie the all-time major league record for strikeouts. That was set by Steve Carlton of the St. Louis Cardinals against the Mets in a night game last season. You may recall in that game, the Mets won the game 4-3 on two two-run homers by Ron Swoboda. But Seaver set a record of 10 consecutive strikeouts, tied the record for 19 strikeouts, and set a new record for strikeouts in a day-nine-inning game. The previous record was 18 held by Sandy Koufax of the Dodgers. So we'll be back with more about the ball game in just a moment. Right now, here's something. Well, Mets fans, we're into another season, and we hope a really great one for your ball club. Friendly Freddy is also going into another season of car washing, a really great one for his club. Friendly Freddy's is the only fully automatic car wash in Saratoga Springs. Their motto is... Nothing for you to do but sit back and relax. Friendly Freddy's Car Wash offers you the quickest and most convenient car washing service in Saratoga. They're located on High Rock Avenue, one block off Lake Avenue. 
At Friendly Freddy's, they have a facility for everyone. A coin-operated wash for the do-it-yourselfers, the most up-to-date vacuum cleaners, and, of course, the automatic car wash. You just drive in, stay in your automobile, and before you know it, your car is coming out cleaned and, if you like, waxed. All this service for only $1.25. Wax is 50 cents extra. Believe me, Mets fans, this is a bargain with today's inflated prices. Come on in and give them a try. By winning 2-1 to one here this afternoon, the New York Mets have closed out this series, getting an even break of the two-game set with San Diego, and they have played 500 ball for the home stand with a record in the eight games of four wins and four losses. The Mets now go on the road. They'll be going to Los Angeles to open up there on Friday night. We'll be on the air at 10.55 p.m. New York time from Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles on Friday night. New York Mets in their overall percentage have gone over 500. They won seven games and they have lost six. Once again, Tom Seaver here this afternoon in getting his third win of the year tied the all-time major league record for strikeouts in a game, a nine-inning game of 19. He set a new strikeout record of 19 for a day game. The old record was 18 held by Sandy Koufax. And more amazingly than all of that, he struck out 10 consecutive batters. The all-time record was 9, set in 1884, and the modern record since 1900 was 8. Seaver struck out 10 in a row, finishing as strongly as you can finish. He struck out the last 10 batters that he faced. Here are the final totals. For the Mets, two runs on only four hits and no errors. And for San Diego, one run, only two hits and no errors. Seaver's the winner. He's 3-0. Corkins the loser. He's 0-2. Once again, the final score, the Mets 2, the Padres 1. New York Mets baseball has been a feature presentation of the New York Mets baseball network at Rheingold Extra Dry, the beer with a 10-minute head, and was brought to you by STP, the racer's edge, and by several local sports-minded businessmen who hope you have enjoyed today's game. And by the staff of WKAJ-FM 102.3 on your dial, who urge you to patronize the sponsors who make these broadcasts possible. Remember, you'll hear all the New York Mets games at home or away night and day on your New York Mets station, WKAJ-FM in Saratoga Springs, New York. This is the New York Mets Baseball Network. And we're on to 16 and a half before the hour now, 16 and a half before 5 o'clock at WKJ. AM and FM radio back together again now after the ball game this afternoon. And that means that uh, Joe will have lots of good music for you this evening on through until midnight on FM till 645 on the AM with uh, no nighttime ball game having played this afternoon. And uh, we'll be passing on the line score for our AM listeners as soon as the wire service provides it for us. But, uh, for the FM listeners, the ball game just wrapped up a few moments ago, so they should pretty much know what went on. We promised our AM listeners we'd check the line score on the ball game that was on FM a little while ago, so we'd best do that. New York Mets winning it 2-1 to one over San Diego, and the Mets two runs, four hits, no errors. San Diego one run on two hits, and no errors. Tommy Seaver going all the way to pick up a win for the Mets, 3-0 and for the season. Corkins, Mike Corkins, the starter for San Diego, charged with a loss. He is 0-2 for the season. 
had some relief help by Dale, Dave Roberts, that is, in the eighth inning. One homer, Al Ferrara, for San Diego in the second, none on, and his first of the year, and it proved to be their only scoring in the ball game today. So well, that's for the AM listeners who missed the ball game on FM this afternoon. 102.3 is the spot for all the Mets ball games right here on WKJ, the FM.